Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special, spooktacular episode of Big Brother Hogwarts Season 2 and the Diagon Alley Dash, the recap, the Pensieve, the Remember All. I think we're still working on the title here, but we had some good ideas last uh, week when we were talking about how we needed to rename it. I did not get my hair ready for tonight, so bear with me here. And I was going <laughs> to wear my fangs for Halloween, but that makes me have like a crazy lisp. And uh, I already got the gay voice, so I don't need to throw the lisp <laughs> on top of it. That would be too much, I think. Um, I am here with uh, Dustin, as always. Dustin, happy Halloween. It's yeah. so wonderful to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Our front yard is looking very decorative. Uh, my partner, Kirk, who a lot of you know, has been working diligently making a little not per se like an escape room but it's kind of like a labyrinth so you got to count the stuff you got to we just have to keep these children entertained in our neighborhood that's for sure that's what we're here for and we're here for tonight to do a wonderful recap show for big brother uh hogwarts here um don't forget to subscribe on facebook and check out all of our lrg uh podcasts steven is getting in depth with all the hosts for lrgs and doing a behind the game so I don't know, if Bill, if he's reached out to you yet. You're a pretty busy guy, but. I have not gotten the reach out yet, but I know it's coming. So I'm it's not coming. Absolutely. It so thanks for being here, folks. And make sure you get your comments in the um, queue below. We'll make sure to bring them up when we can. So back to you, Bill. Um, and not only am I joined by my co-host, Dustin, just like I am every week, we have two new, very special guests who played major roles in tonight's episode. So uh, we have our returning player, Erica. Hello, Hi, Erica. Welcome. And we have our HOH power, power of prefect, king of the castle over here. Tori, welcome to the episode today. Thanks for having me. Um, happy Halloween to you both. I believe I, well, I know Dustin always asks a question, right? But I think I'm going to ask my question first. I told you all a very special question that I was going to ask you since this is our Halloween episode. There's really nothing Halloween about it besides three Slytherins and Hufflepuff, which I guess is really scary if you're a Hufflepuff. Um, <laughs> But what was the scariest moment of BBH2 for both of you? Oh, my gosh. Elimination for me. I I, I don't know if y'all saw and like during the elimination, but I literally was like shaking my leg. Like I was nervous because I was like, I feel like it's going to go my way, but I truly don't know. So I was just like, oh, my God. That that and then when it was announced that I was going, I was like, "All right, I could breathe now. It's okay. It's cool." You spoiled the ending of the episode. Ah, shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> How about for you, Tori? Scariest moment of the season for you? I mean, I was gonna say it was uh, Peyton and his choice of clothing, but I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, all the spiders I saw outside. I am I am deathly horrified of spiders, and there were so many. Really? So many. That's oh, yeah. funny because yeah. I did not see any. And we oh, was going I saw in and out several. <laughs> Me neither. And we were hiding shit in the bushes and everything. And I had my hands in there and I didn't see a single one of them. I yeah. really thought it was Tori's um, the scaredness of me always leaving the door open at the end. Like every single time I would leave, he's like, you left the door open again. I was like, I didn't mean to. I was in a hurry. 
<laughs> we probably have to be t put that in the parking lot. Be better about closing doors. I woke up the the very first morning, like after the first night, and like the front door wasn't even locked or anything. I'm like, oh my god, anybody from the street could have came and like stole all of our shit. Oops. Yep. Guess I shouldn't air that. Apply for season three. We're gonna be a lot safer. I promise. <laughs> you never know. It's a walking guest. It's a mystery guest walking in. We'll oh, vote yeah. him out first. It's okay. <laughs> um, have you been asking the same question to everybody? Or not? I, I the only question that I think I've asked everyone is if they have their Lexi shot ready. I oh. I don't know exactly what question you're referring to, Bill, but Lexi shot was the only thing that I've been consistent on with people. So well, that is a very important question. So for those of you at home, if you are engaged in uh, the drinking oh. ceremonies with us, mm -hmm. and for those of you here, um, Lexi, we love you. Happy uh, Lexi shot. Cheers. Happy Lexi shot. Oh, that's actually pretty good. You know, I give her way too much attention on these things than I do in real life. <laughs> well, it's it she did get us turned up though. She deserves it because we we were all turned. I mean, she's, she's on the block again, though. So. She is. Um, so this is a very interesting episode. To do a quick little recap, last week we saw Nick on the block for the second, or um, Nick as head of Hogwarts for the second time of the season. It was really, I don't want to say like a neck and neck battle for HOH between Nick and Antonio. It was more like a schmooze around and figure out who wants it kind of battle. For yeah, HOH. really. It was Ray, <laughs> Nick, and um, Antonio all in the end. And they kind of were in agreement. They all kind of didn't want it. And then it just kind of got pushed by accident to Nick. Mm -hmm. So. And with a wonderful promise to not put either Nick or Antonio up, had Ray won HOH, um, Nick completely ignored that <laughs> uh, promise from Ray and threw Ray on the block next to Lexi. We did the power of prefect, which was the espresso patronum, which you won, Erica. Yes. We didn't have you on the podcast last weekend or last week, but I know that this win meant a lot to you why don't you explain um how you were feeling in that moment you get your first win of the big brother hogwarts series as a returning player as a slytherin after not having won anything in season one what were you feeling how happy were you what was it like playing in that competition did you know that you were close like walk me through it i was on cloud flipping nine when y'all had announced that i literally won by just missing only one of those questions one, because my memory freaking sucks, okay? So the fact that I remembered all of the details, I was like, wow. Then on top of that, as you said, the first season that I was on, I literally, like, skated by with, like, so, with, like my social game or whatever. And because of my social game. But, like, winning stuff was not my forte, season one. So to win this one, for me, was actually really, it was really awesome. Yeah, and it was such a big shocker, too. Um, I remember the first competition, Erica, you came in with the wall taps. You were like, I got this. I'm going to win it. And unfortunately, like you said, memory was not your 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 thing in that challenge. Not but on my side. I needed to remember all that moment. I, I did. A lot of people did. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Erica wins the power of prefect and then decides not to use it or... Yeah, not to use it, leaving Ray and Lexi on the block. And then we went into this crazy strategy. Uh, are you going to use the power? What's the power do? Maybe you shouldn't use the power. Oh, if he's using the power, let's make it unanimous. 
but um, I think it was a little bit of he said, she said, Tori, were you ever going to consider keeping Ray or was Ray always the target? And it didn't matter if the power was being played. The boy, the, they were all kind of saying, oh, Tori wasn't budging. Tori wasn't budging. Was Tori budging or no? Tori, I, I would have budged. I really would have. I talked to Ray and I, I tried to get something out of him and he was still being closed off when I knew that, you know, he had powers and it's like, all right, he doesn't trust me. My mind's made up. He's got to go. I remember that conversation too. Cause I remember me and you talked about like, who was we going to go for and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we had that conversation and I was like, I would have put him on the block because if he, if he stays, there's a pretty good chance that I'm leaving. And you was like, all right. So I remember that. So that was a, a tough round. I think, um, I think the Amber and Don vote kind of kicked the game a little bit into gear. And I think this Ray vote really, was the first time of the season where people I think were genuinely honestly torn on what to do until it kind of became aware that the vote was going to be unanimous because it was going to be public blah 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 so unfortunately we lost Ray just shy of the jury and then I announced that um, everybody who was remaining in the game is now part of the Wizen Gamut. Wizen Gamut. I never know how to say it. I really need to go into Google and make it say it out loud for me. But we call, I call it the Wizen Gamut because um, of wizard. I just think that's how it's pronounced. Um, and that is our jury portion of the game. So everybody that still left uh, had a say in who won. And then we entered my favorite head of Hogwarts competition oh, God. this season. And by favorite, I mean, this was absolutely terrible and I'm never going <laughs> to And I forget what it was called. We went to the music shop and um, for those of you that are watching, uh, if you haven't followed along in season one and didn't follow along in season two, I like to drop little tidbits and clues throughout the year to kind of keep people engaged on our Facebook page. Once the cast is selected, I really start to embed a crazy amount of clues and things. I believe this season I sent out a, a letter, like just on Facebook, not um, in the mail or by owl or whatever, but specific letters in words in the big letter were italicized and I don't know if you two caught on to this, but had you figured it all out, the italicized letters spelled chocolate frog. So it was cluing the potential cast into the idea that frogs or chocolate frogs wow. might play a big part into the game. And you were looking for frogs and the wizard cards, which were related to chocolate frogs. So people that who just read some of these things really quickly might not have even noticed it. It sounds like Erica, you had no idea. <laughs> I have, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just realizing it now that it's spelled that, and now I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I did in season one was I made a playlist of songs for all of the players. Partly With Erica, you were there for season one. Did you take into consideration <laughs> that he would bring the playlist back into any accord? So, in my I studied that like crazy. When I tell you season one, I listened to those songs on repeat over and over and over again, just to find out that they, it had nothing to do with the game. 
So I'm not gonna lie, like although I didn't have the songs on loop this season, I'm like, he's not gonna do anything with this. It's just it's just a fun little playlist that we can listen to while we're on our way here. Lo and behold, this challenge comes up, and I was like, crud. <laughs> So in season one, I wanted to find songs that related to death, ghosts, resurrection, that kind of stuff, because the theme was the death day party. So it was a little bit less cluing you in on the game and more kind of introducing you to the theme. However, as cryptic as I am, I kind of told the cast, oh, I'd listen to this if I were you. The playlist that I made the students, we call our players students this year, was every single song on the playlist had something to do with one of the competitions. For example, one of the last songs on the playlist was the Rubber Ducky song from Sesame Street. And the final three competition was finding all of the rubber ducks and getting them all put in the right order. So if you go and you listen to the playlist from start to finish now, knowing what you know, every song relates to an HOH or a competition. And I tried to put them in the order. So people who really wanted to kind of dissect this thing could have been like, okay, well, this song is talking about... Um, I don't even remember what all of the songs were at this point, but they all related to, oh, Brick House, so I think was the first one. So she's a brick house. The first makes, competition was wow. the brick. So I was really meticulous about what the songs were. I didn't think people were going to read that into it. But in season one, I posted a picture of little icons and Frank cracked the code in like five seconds that all of the pictures related to the HOH competitions. So when he saw the spell book picture in like the eighth or ninth frame, I had a spell book out and him and his little trio or quartet or whoever he was working with at the time were memorizing the spells from the spell books in anticipation that that was going to come up in another competition. I don't think anyone from this cast paid any mind to the songs. If they did, I don't think that they thought that they would impact the competition in this kind of And we can see it in this challenge right here. Um, Tori, did you pay attention to that? playlist that dropped or no not at all no <laughs> and erica you clearly no. said it yourself too like after season one didn't pay any attention to it so i was just like fuck it it's just a playlist yeah. and then i was just like and what's <laughs> funny to me was when we because you know we didn't have our phones all the time but like you would give us like 10 minutes for us to have our phones so i would be like as i'm texting or whatever i would like listen to the playlist or whatever because i'm like it was it was actually a pretty cute playlist to be honest so i was just like listening texting and doing all of that and then i was just like Huh, if only I would have just listened to the lyrics, bro. Mm -hmm. if only. Season one playlist is in the comments. So anybody that wants to check it out, um, maybe you'll need it for this next season. No, I'm just joking. Okay, I'm not going to throw anything like that. Fake clues. My bad. I um, I'm working on finding season two playlist. So I'm sorry, folks, but enjoy the challenge. Um, every season will have a playlist. The capacity in which the playlist leaves its mark on the season is up for debate, I guess. But in this particular competition, the students had to travel to the music shop in Diagon Alley, and everyone was given three music notes. I would read a lyric or articulate a lyric from one of the songs. I think there were 13 or 12 songs on the playlist. Um, and they had to, on a piece of paper, finish the lyric and put it down, kind of like hands in that game where you slap in the... Uh, middle and the hand that's on the bottom is like the first place hand or whatever. Um, the first person to do the lyric correctly would win the round and they could take a music note 
away or put a music note. I can't remember what it was. But once you got rid of all three of your music notes, you were eliminated from the competition. Um, and it kind of just ended up happening where people were just like automatically eliminated because they weren't answering because everyone struggled really hard. So I'm not going to like spend too much time on this competition because one, I really don't want to relive it because it reminds me <laughs> that some competitions just don't work. Um, and two, it was, it was brutal. Like people just, I think Tori, you practically won by default because so many people, Erica, you did decent in this though, from what I can remember. I think when it got to like, I want to say the one hit me with your best shot, like those lyrics and the other ones, I think I did great, but <laughs> other than that, I was like, damn. Oh, hit me with your best shot. Fire away. That right. was a clue for the catapult competition where they were firing that the ball. Perfect go. sense. I'll come back to me now. All right. So here's kind of what it looked like. So you could see everyone on that board. Their name is on the board. They all have a music note. Um, and then they were writing the lyrics on sheets of music because I was just cute and creative. I think it was sheets of music, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, that doesn't no bill that should not bill that should not count okay well we don't want to <laughs> all right the lyric is welcome to my house baby take control now ah! Lexi loses <laughs> and if you're keeping track of our drinking game anytime that erica says that um take a shot Erica, oh, they got the lyric wrong. So if you won, then you got to take a note away from someone. So I would say the lyric, they would write it down, no. and we would kind of go back and forth. And this one was a little bit hard. There was a lot of moving parts, but how did we feel about this HOH competition, you two? Bro, I think I said fuck like three, four, five times within this one game. I was done. <laughs> It was probably my least favorite one, even though I won. But like you said, it was by default. I, I did horrible. Everybody mm -hmm. else just did worse. <laughs> Technically, I on our player that. survey, it was not going to come back for the next season. So let's <laughs> re revamp it. Okay, folks? And to be fair, I, I will be very candid here. By the time we got to this round, okay, I, 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 was, I was lit. I think Lexi shots were being poured around. I had like two or three glasses of wine during this competition alone. So I was, I was like, the fact that I even got some of them was like, okay, I did some form of good. I mean, it was about 44 minutes and 15 seconds of basically silence. So it was a long competition. Um, but we just had to get through it. Right. And in, in my defense, every time I would send the cast an update, I would be like, Hey, and just a reminder, I made this cool playlist for you. I would suggest listening to it. So it's not like I just dropped the playlist and I was like, see you in a couple of months. I really tried to remind them like, Hey, you might want to listen to this, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But you know, just like how students in school sometimes listen to their teachers and sometimes don't, students at Hogwarts do the same thing. So this competition <laughs> lasted a long time and it um, resulted in Tori winning HOH for the first time alone, but mm -hmm. for the second time 
total because you shared your first HOH with Amber? Uh, we have some Slytherin love out there. So a fellow castmate of yours, hey, Ray, Ray is in. <laughs> what up, Ray? So that led us to the nomination ceremony. So let me pull up the nomination. <laughs> uh, how was the conversation up to that point, Tori? Like, were people coming to you once you won, or were you pretty sad on what you were going to do already? I was set on what I was going to do, and I was up front with everyone. I, I think I spoke with everyone in the room. But me. Upstairs, except, except Erica. But, but um, I pretty much let everybody know that, you know, my plan here is the backdoor Erica. But like, you did not tell me. Everybody even of course I wasn't going to tell you. Like, no, because even after our conversation or whatever, you was like, well, why didn't you come up to me? And I was sitting there up front with you like I was trying to get the power because in my defense, had I had gone to the next round, I was going to give it to you regardless. <laughs> it just been like, because at that point, it was, I forgot what the power was, but I was like, it wouldn't have been used for my advantage anyway. So I was, so I think it was me. Antonio and I forgot who else. I think it was it was me, Antonio, and me, Antonio, and Amber or whatever. And I was like, "Well, I have one piece. Do y'all have the other two or whatever?" And then they was like, "Yeah." So I we were trying to figure out who was going to get the piece or whatever. And I was like, "They was like, well, do you want it?" And I was like, "Well, sure." And then by the time I went to go see you, time was up, and I was like, "Shit." <laughs> I was speaking of pieces. Two, um, the early winner of the first piece collected here is Michael, and he's in the comments too. Just checking in. So he looks so swanky with his profile picture. It's one of those AI pictures, okay? <laughs> this cast I'm, photo was not that pretty, I'll tell you that. I know you're gonna do AI for us in oh our production God. pictures next year. <laughs> I can already see it, sir. So um, so this was Tori's speech. I'm just not sure if I'm at the right spot here. So let me try and figure this out. And this one, I've already talked to this person. I let him know he was a pawn. So, and this was Dewan's. I think Dewan only sat on the block twice, or did he sit on the block three times? I can't remember. But it was either two or three. But this was the first time that he was nominated. And then he went quite a while without seeing that nomination chair again. So was Duan, I mean, obviously when you're a pawn, you're always a little nervous. But was he like, I have my faith in you. I trust you. Like, let's make this happen. Like everybody was on board to backdoor Erica except for Erica. Or, <laughs> or were there divergent roads that maybe could have played? Well, from what everybody told me, everybody was okay with it. Um, I did let Duan oh, know the pawn. <laughs> Um, and he was fine with it. There was no, he didn't seem to be upset. He gave me a hug and everything. And that's why my speech was short and simple. And I told him, I told Lexi, you know, you guys got to win the veto. Got to win the veto. If I win it, I'm going to pull one of you down. If you win it, you pull yourself down. Erica's going up. 
Now, sometimes the pawns go home in the case that um, somebody else didn't use the video or say Erica won the video in that. Who would you have pushed for Tori at that time? Was it Lex or would it have been Dewan? I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. I was just so confident that somebody. There's always a chance Erica won win. like two of them already. So. Yeah, and, and Benji wasn't supposed to go home and, you know. Mm hmm. But I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking like that. I just had in my head, one of us is going to win. She's going up. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. So who was it? I, Lexi I, or Dewan at the time? At the time, I did. I, I don't have an answer for you. I wasn't even thinking. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Like, what if Erica wins and she mm -hmm. pulls nobody down or... I was not thinking that far ahead. What were you thinking of the choices, Erica, when you saw the two of them go up there? Um, were you uh, happy I... or kind of disappointed? Like, Lexi was in this girl alliance that you built from the start. Um, to see another female up there, were you leaning towards Dewan, or what was your thoughts about that? Um, Personally speaking, I was kind of sad that Lexi was going up, because I was like, damn, I feel like she was going through the same experience that I went through in season one. So I was like, I didn't want her to sit there and go through that. Um, and then on top of that, I was like, oh, like, she was a part of my alliance, but if she had to, in my mind, if she had to go, then she had to freaking go. <laughs> like, <laughs> You seem to have done the same situation, too, when you had to vote against Josh, too. And Josh was in your Slytherin alliance, and you were like, well, oh, you can I, stay true can to I that. explain why I voted for Josh like this? Yeah, I think Bill's queuing up the next video. So yeah, Erica, before we get there. So stays um Josh comes up to me or whatever, pulls me outside. He goes, Is our alliance good? Like, are we still good with Slytherin? Like, what's going on? So I'm at this point lying through my lying through my teeth. Yeah, sure. Why? Oh, well. It was brought to my attention that there was a girl alliance. Now, mind you, the girl alliance had not have been formed yet because that night before, as I stated in jury, I was trying to talk to the girls, but then Tori and a whole bunch of guys came into the room, so I was like, but we're <laughs> fucked, okay? <laughs> so I was like, no, it hasn't been formed yet, but who told you? He goes, Stacy. So oh. I'm like, well, that's funny to me because Stacy at this point was my roommate. Why, why the hell would you do that? So me, I am not a he say, she say bullshitter. I went to Stacy. I pulled Stacy to the side. I said, yo, what's going on? She was like, what do you mean what's going on? I'm like, I'm hearing from somebody that you said that there was a girl alliance. And although I know that you know that I pulled you up to talk to you about it, it was never formed. So why are you spinning out information? She goes, I never told you that information. I never told anybody that information because I didn't figure that it was formed. So I'm like, so Josh, now you're playing a dirty game. I can't trust you. You gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, those Slytherins, you can't trust them. Just saying. So, <laughs> and, hey, I'm them, and I'm like, dang, you can't even trust your own kind. Damn. <laughs> so, um, this next competition is, uh, it was me. I don't know. It was me. I know. I had it loaded up in just a moment. It's going to load. It's going to load. They're going to tell me who it is. No, it's not. So mystery. We'll come back to that later. Back to that. Um, 
The next power of prefix competition was brought to you by yours truly, Dustin. And um, when we did, oh, the it was Kendra. Thing. Kendra was the one who told Josh. That was Kendra in the comments right there. Took a moment to load. So, Kendra. Mm. Um, this uh, competition was rated quite high in the exit survey. A lot of you folks really, really liked this one. This one was the daily profit scramble gramble or whatever we called it um dustin can you kind of explain the rules for this when they started with a couple of tiles and they had to form a word and they were given two more letters and yeah essentially so everybody ran out collected two tiles brought the two tiles back had to spell out a word so this instance it was like the word and so a n and then you had to run out collect another letter bring it back make a new word and then after so many times you are left with i think 10 letters in total and you had to spell out one big long word at the end. The person that either made it the furthest in the time limit, I think we set an eight minute time limit for the challenge, or um, the person that spelled out the word in the fastest time. Um, so that was the challenge we did. I don't remember what your original challenge was because that was one of the workshop ones that we did. So uh, this was supposed to be the. I think we were supposed to have a big puzzle that we didn't get mm. for this one. So gotcha. we had sure. to figure this one out as we went. And it uh, worked out really, really well. Or no, I think we were going to do like headlines, like spot the fake headline. Oh, yeah. This was way better. Um, and <laughs> because everybody else that is in the veto competition isn't here, we will just showcase Tori's performance here in the Power of Prefect competition. I mean, don't get it wrong. It was very impressive. Thank Oh, and I got to be the host for a second. You did. So they had to start their time, and then they had to go and didn't know what the letters were. They had to bring them back and spell their word with what they were given. Easy one. Yep. Uh huh. Two letters. Good job. I mean, this is up your wheelhouse too, Tori. Like you said, word scrambles are kind of your thing. Oh yeah. How'd you do in Wordle today? That was a rough one for me. Anyway. That's a good oh, you got that one right away. Mm-hmm. Dustin, in your um, memory, who struggled with this the most? Remember? Pete. Um, Pete. Pete, for sure. Um, Pete will say it himself, too. Spelling is not in his repertoire, not even in his geographical zip code. Um, it's not his thing. So. I never watched this because I wasn't here. What was I doing? Um, I think you were in the other house monitoring activity. Oh, making sure they weren't talking or something, right? Mm -hmm. You're destroying this. We used the hell out of that backyard. Yeah. Tori, this was all a part of the plan. So did you feel pretty confident when you were like, okay, spelling words, I can get this. This is going to be a backdoor success case. Oh, yeah. And I think a couple of people went before me and I was trying to like time it, you know, like, all right, they were back there for like six minutes. They were back there for like seven minutes. So when I got it done that quick, I was I was super confident that I had won. And then I just paid attention to the order. People were coming back and how long it took them. Mm -hmm. And once everybody was done, I kind of had a feeling that I had it. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> I wish these houses weren't so dang expensive where I could put everybody in their own room and then you wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, we did what we made it work. But yeah, you killed that one, clearly. Yeah. Um, 
You ended up being the winner of the Power of Prefect competition. The voted out players also got to play that just as a fun thing. Um, I know Benji's here in the comments here. I know Benji, unfortunately, got, I think, third place in our comeback challenge. I think Ray, once again, won that challenge after all. So good thing you voted him out again. So I think, Tori, you did have a faster time than him. So he probably would have hustled a little bit more had he been actually in the game. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I don't, I, I couldn't find the, um, hey, Benji. Benji. <laughs> I couldn't find the pop meeting where we decided what was happening with the power of Prefect. But Tori, you held all of the power for the round. So not only were you the head of Hogwarts, but you won that power of Prefect. Um, and now you had to make the decision that you were telling everybody you were going to make. So let's talk about the this is the second successful backdoor probably the first everything that we wanted to happen happened backdoor of the season because i think benji was kind of um a casualty of the double mm -hmm. expulsion so this was the first time where a successful backdoor happened erica uh well yes. let, let's go back what it's awkward having the two of you on call. So I'm sorry that I'm putting you both in the spot here, but Tori, what was the strategy here? Why Erica? So right off, right <laughs> off the jump, when she called all of us Slytherins in the room, the way she just called us up into a room in front of everybody that did not sit well with me. I'm like, you're already painting a target on us and not to mention a Slytherin one last season. So I was like looking at Josh and Ray when we were in the room, like, you guys looking at my eyes? Because I don't really want to do this Slytherin Alliance thing. Because this is... <laughs> Which I, just... I figured I figured as much because as soon as that was declared, it was immediately, like, done. <laughs> oh, and then don't forget, I shared a room with Kendra. So I knew about this all-girls alliance, too. So it's just like... Yeah, she told right. no, me. It's like Erica's me. doing too much. She's got to go. <laughs> so, no. So she tells me that after the fact, but mind you, she never, until the thingy, until um, when she gave her speech, she always said to me that she never told anybody about the about it. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, obviously somebody who was in the room had to have spilled because, and I asked Lexi, she told me no. Me and Stacy just had the conversation she just told me hell no and i wasn't saying shit to anybody because it was what i was trying to create so i was like at that point it was like something's going up and what's funny to me was because don came up to me and was like you might want to be careful with talking about the girl alliance and i'm like well how the fuck do you know because again we never talked to anybody about Kendra's it. here in the comments saying that she never told you that erica she never said she didn't tell anybody about it. For my understanding, in a comment. I could have sworn you did. But then again, I was also very drunk during that time. So that my memory <laughs> might <laughs> thingy. But I do know because I was like, and then it's also putting two and two together. Cause if none of the guys said anything about it, which I don't think any any of the guys really knew about what was going trying to transpire into the, in the room except for like Don. And at that point, Don was out the door. So it was mm -hmm. like, it made no sense for him to say anything. So it was like, it either had to be somebody that was within the Alliance or like somebody who was being nosy as hell. And at that point it was like, 
No, this is Kendra right here. She told everyone. But so. I told everyone. <laughs> she just didn't tell you. She told everybody. And that's why I said it was like, GG, good move, because at that point, it takes the target off of your back. So I'm not I'm not even mad. I just wish I probably should have been a little bit smarter with what I was trying to do. And then in terms of the thingy, I was like, I figured that they probably would have just been, when it came to me pulling the Slytherins in, I probably... I thought that they were probably going to think that I just want to meet them or whatever because I have never met all three of them. They are my team. Like, I figured they'll probably be like, oh, let's just get to know each other. Yay! Clearly not. No, that's, uh, that's the Hufflepuff thing. You you can't pull that off as Slytherins. Sorry. <laughs> so, the All Slytherin Alliance and the All Female Alliance didn't work when we tried it in season one. And then the All Slytherin Alliance and the All Female Alliance didn't work when we tried it in season two, huh, Erica? Not at all. I should have just been every man for their fucking souls. I should have just been like, I'm a free agent. That's it. No. So, um, were you blindsided when Tori was like, you know what, Erica, it's, it's putting you up on there? What was going through your head? This is the round, the jury starts. What were you Genuinely, thinking? I will say I was definitely blindsided or whatever because i was like well we have been talking like i i literally told tori every move that i was going to do up until that point and when he said it was because you didn't talk to me i'm like well you kind of know where my head is and at that point i was like you could have found me too as well it's not like we it's not like we're we're in like 750 square feet of space it's not that hard to find me, but I was like, like, in all honesty, but then I was like, in my mind, I figured if I don't talk to him, something's going to happen. And I was trying to speed up the conversation with me, Antonio, and Amber, so I could be like, all right, this is what we're doing. Cool. Sorry, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to give the power to you because it, I, I can't really necessarily use it or whatever. But by the time we had that conversation, or I at least tried to have that conversation. It was time up. I couldn't really talk to him about it. And then my fate was sealed. Yeah, you talk about going to Tori for like all your moves and whatnot. And Tori, honestly, in all these confessionals we've watched so far, everybody has told you every single thing about um, the game. Everyone has wow. you on like their highest person that they're working with or in, you're in an alliance with someone. Um, uh, we never got to hear that part, I don't think. Um, what was your perspective of everyone coming towards you? Like you were the it guy everybody came to. See, I, I try to be as honest as possible. Obviously, Erica not knowing what I was doing, that wasn't very honest. But um You think <laughs> I just I just try to be myself when I do these things and not be somebody I'm not. It's just very hard for me. Um you'll see it later in an episode where me and Mike have a conversation and I tell him straight to his face that, you know you don't have my vote. No, because I'm an honest and genuine person and it's it's very hard for me to lie. And you can thank uh, Regina for that. That's my mother. Um, Cause she would smack me in my mouth if I ever told a lie. But um, I thought it was great. You know, I love meeting new people. I love these connections I've been making. I love making friends. And it just meant a lot that everybody except Ray you know, we're telling me stuff. Ray was kind of staying offers for a lot of people, though. He was a little bit more wary and maybe kept his cards a little bit. I, I would have, I would have worked with Ray. Probably, I would have had. It would have been Nick, Kendra, 
and probably Ray up there if he would have just trusted in me, which he didn't. Mm -hmm. I think um, one of my favorite parts of the game was it seemed to be in moments of insanity and chaos, everyone was running around and doing stuff. And Tori and Pete were so stoic. And, were kind of <laughs> and chill. Like, kids play like, oh, and let's all in and send them all out the door. And that's like what happened for a good chunk of the game. But Tori and Pete were just always on the couch watching it all happen, but knew everything about everybody. So I thought that that was really interesting. So it's fun. It's, it's, it's cool to hear you say that and to confirm that, yeah, people were telling me stuff, but it was because you were honest and people liked you and trusted you and felt comfortable with their secrets once they told you. To be fair, and this is just me being genuinely honest, I had him in my top three. Like Everybody did. Like, <laughs> but it was because... Production had him in our top three, to be honest. So. <laughs> No, but it, it was because genuinely, like, the conversations that we had, and I'm, I, off-rep, am not a very trusting person, and so the fact, like, we was having conversations about, like, what moves we were going to do, and, like, coming to agreement and stuff like that, I was, like, I, I don't have that much with a lot of the people within the competition, and it was cool to kind of have it with him, so I was, like, if he would have been in the top three, I would have been cool. I would have tried to demolish him after that, but I would have been cool. <laughs> so that leads us to our unseen footage of tonight's episode. This is the vote, which eventually sends Erica out the door, becoming one of our first, becoming the first member of the jury. And uh, Erica gets her revenge a little later. So we will probably circle <laughs> back to that in that episode. But this is my favorite moment of the recap episodes because I have no idea what I'm about to see. I have no idea what words are coming out of all of your mouths. Um, and Erica, I'm sure you are excited to see what people. Alita, I'm uh, oh. Alita. I feel like you're a Hufflepuff with me, so I'm all right with this. When I see her at work tomorrow, it's yep. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> all right. So Dustin, uh, here we go. For those of you that were in season two, here's your confessionals and unseen footage for fans. Enjoy. I can't wait. <laughs> So the question is, now that you made jury, do you see yourself in the final? I think I'm in a really good spot right now. Honestly, I I see a path there. Um, well, as a multi-time finalist, of course I see myself in the final. I would say to see myself in the finals, I still have a lot of work to do. I think I'm doing well enough to get me to the end. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I think I'm the biggest star in the game right now. It's not a good place to be. You know, I've not won a single comp, and I'm probably not going to. So, uh, my social game, obviously, jury management's going to be very important for that. Uh, I don't think you would come if you couldn't see yourself in the final, but I also recognize I do live one round at a time. And so I'm not trying to think too far out other than each member that's going to the jury. So uh, one of my traditions in these games is to never, ever, ever say that I'm doing well, that I'm at the end any i won't i won't even discuss it i want to make it through the next round and then i will worry about the round after that it, i'm way too superstitious to say anything like that i 
really think I'm playing the social aspect very well. I'm doing well enough in challenges, but I'm not winning to overthrow my threat level. And then I'm just maintaining like my honesty with my Ravenclaws. And then I'm keeping Michael close to the Gryffindors and Amber. And then <clears throat> there's only one Hufflepuff Pete, but he's really not against me as, as far as I know. And then uh, Eric is about to go. So that only leaves fucking Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know what the path is yet. I feel like I have so many options actually. Like, um, I'm actually just waiting for people to compare notes a little bit more and realize that I'm literally like promising everybody similar things. Um, so that could happen, but they don't really talk. So I think I'm going to be there. Right. It's not going to be easy, that's for sure. But I have a lot of questioning right now, and somehow, honestly, me not paying Ray could have really fucked my game up if he was like, like he could have blown my game up in a way he didn't know my game that well. But like, oh, I kind of, I, I'm sorry, Ray. I mean, I kind of went back on not. It was like a silly alliance we made. It was not true. Even Dewan was like, I was on a real alliance, and Ray kind of threw that challenge at me. Like, not that I did it, I feel really bad, but like, I can feel really bad and like put eyes on me. But I don't know. A lot of the people I don't think have eyes on me in that way. I think my threat level is what's going to be the issue. I do think I'm. I do think I need to change some things though because I we're at jury and I've been playing under the radar as long as possible, but I can already tell that Lexi and I are at the bottom of the house in general because we were used as pawns to, to like fulfill this whole backdoor plan. Um, it's so funny because I was talking to her about it and she doesn't even know she doesn't understand what I'm saying about how we're at the bottom of the food chain. So. I really need to start winning shit because I know that I'm not high up on the list. Sorry for ranting. Well, I've had a conversation with um, Antonio. The four Ravenclaws are trying to stay together. And I've talked with Michael, who said, like, Antonio, he's really close with. And so I told Michael that I want to work with him as well. And also, I'm pretty close with Tori, who's also close to Kendra. So I think that creates, like, this nice little six-pack. Um, feel like I'm I'm good so maybe um I'm set up pretty well with two side like two areas so I think either whichever side wins um going further I'm I'm set up pretty good to make it to the finals I just have to win something in the final three I guess however y'all do it or I don't know how you're gonna do it but I have to win something um soon I think but I think my social and my strategic game has got me where I am, and I think I'm doing well enough to get me to the end. With that being said, I'm going to vote to you next, Erica. This is strictly game. Uh, she's a big threat. Um, she's made some waves in the house. People don't like that, so I'm going to do a vote to make Erica. I'm trying to figure out if I want to. Oh, let's do Lexi. Oh. Oh, oh, wow! Michael! She just said she doesn't want to go home again. She's going to, but I feel so, so bad. Um, and Lexi's done a really good job. And Erica, too. I'm going to vote to evict Lexi, which is definitely minority. Those were the two that saved me. Wow! <laughs> That's shocking! I... 
am going to um, vote Erica. As bad as I know she needs it, and I reluctantly or regretfully have to say that I'm evicting Erica. I hate to do it. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to evict uh, Erica. Right. I to... know that everybody watching this game is probably so bored of watching me go down like this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, I I am shocked. So, uh, what about you, Tori? Did you know that Michael was going to do that? Was he in on the clue on the on the thing, or what? Why? What? What? What went on there? Uh, Michael knew, but I guess he just wanted to, I guess he think, you know, Erico's already going. So he's like, all right, I'll just throw this on Lexi. So Michael was just being Michael. Michael <laughs> being Michael. I feel like that wasn't, was wasn't mad at it at all. But I, I am personally shocked that Nick, I figured Nick would have sent, like, sent me home. But wow. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Even though it didn't save me. However, it does bring us to this conversation right here, Erica. Uh-oh. Erica gets expelled and um uh, Erica. I'm gonna take you. Oh, are we using the house for the enjoying conversation? So during dinner. Oh righty, tidy. Miss Erica Kelly, um, congratulations on being a returnee this season. Congratulations on making it to jury. Um, what is going through your mind right now? Um, I wouldn't say I'm surprised or shocked because I did hear that my name was buzzing around. Um, I didn't think I was going to get through the whole game without getting nominated. So like, I knew at some point. I was, um, it sucks that it was the same round to which I got to last year. Traumatized. <laughs> Triggered! <laughs> but honestly speaking, I have had a great time. Um, this cast is fucking fantastic. So I, whoever is on the final two, I know they're going to get gas. So um, you said you weren't really surprised. Um, why do you think you got nominated? Um, so you did have two votes to save you. Um, who do you think had your back in this? Like, I think it's just, but hopefully not, like, one year later. 
Yeah, you have a lot of comments that are streaming in for you over here. I'm just going to say a couple. Um, Colin says, tell, him, tell her you, I'm proud of you. You can still buy me a shot. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Kayla Ford, put her back in. Put Erica back in. Uh, James Lenoir, this is bullshit. Congratulations on your competition, though, darling. You made us proud. Um, Diane Ramirez, put her back in. Oh, my God. Khadijah, we want Erica back. This is crazy. She's literally the best. I'm only watching for Erica. Bring back Erica, said Deshaun. Um, uh, the GGs were watching. They're so happy. Um, so, literally, these comments are just absolutely flooding in right now. Erica, you seem to have a lot of people that are rooting for you. What do you have to say um, to all of your fans, viewers, and loved ones um, that are watching for you at the moment? single viewer or a member of production team you did so amazing you won your very first competition Congratulations. I mean, being a, I, I know what it's like to be a returnee in a game and have just a target on your back from the moment that you come in, just from past reputations. So to exceed um, all targets and make it all the way to jury member, um, I think it's very fitting that you are now the queen of the jury house for all of us. So, Erica, um, all of your fans are sending you so much love. One more chance is spamming my feed right now. Um so with that being said, we appreciate you. We love you so, so very much. Give a big shout out to your fans. We are signing off now. All right. So that was the exit interview. Erica, ah! uh, not to put you on the spot, but that's the whole point of these recap episodes. Season one or season two? Which one did you like more? <laughs> oh, to be honest. Season two, like, don't, don't get me wrong. Season one was absolutely fun. Um, and we had a grand hoop time. I think I almost slipped in the trampoline season one, which was hilarious. <laughs> but honestly speaking, season two, I made so many strong connections during this time. Um, I got to meet a brand new set of people um, I got to see some of my Mayhem Manor friends come in and kill it or whatever. Because remember, Don, me, Don, and Nick was both in Mayhem Manor literally like two or three months after season one of Big Brother Hogwarts. Um, and then just also getting to see like the new challenges, getting to see like different powers come into play. And it's not, hey, you could just win just by getting the competitions, but you could also win by getting these powers and seeing everybody like go through the chaos. And then after being eliminated and then watching the chaos afterwards, I was like, 
Oh, I had a glass in my hand the entire time because it was just hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was awesome having you two years in a row. Um, in my mind, without a doubt, you were the returning player for sure from season one. You just brought so much life and so much charisma and a unique kind of outlook on the game. Um, and obviously, all of the fans helped too <laughs> to, to bring you in. So thank you so much for playing not once, but twice. And thank you for agreeing to uh, come on here with us tonight. Tori, any last words about your experience or any last things you want to say? Erica, I love you, and quite honestly, I thought your confessionals were going to be a bunch of fuck you, Tories. <laughs> well, I would have one for you. Fuck you, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie, though. In my head, when you said my name, I was just like, fuck, fuck, I'm fuck, I'm fuck. I'm, like, I fi like, I figured I was going home. As soon as I sat down on the block, I felt like I was going home. And I was just like, you know what? I'ma just make the most out of it from mm -hmm. now until it's until that time to get eliminated. And then hey, afterwards I got to see the chaos into I got to help with some of the chaos. So it was just like awesome. Uh, speaking of that chaos, Benji gets a little sneak peek here in a few weeks. We'll be covering the food competition. I know one of our favorites. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, and I'm just saying, in my mind, I'm like, I know. Some way, somehow, I feel it in my spirit that Tori is going to be one of the people that got to do this competition. So I was like, y'all better put everything in. I mean, everything. No well, I, my plan is to bring you all back for that um, episode so we can all, so we can hear what all of the pre-jury and jurors have to say about the little pies that they created. It, I can't remember if that's next episode or, or not. That is next. Mm. That's literally oh. the next episode after this uh -huh. one was the pie. Um, so as always, before we leave, I want to provide one little clue into season three. Um, we had a couple of them that we've already stated. The first clue was really expect the unexpected. We're doing some really cool, awesome, unique things for season three. The second clue is that the audience will be invited to join in on the fun. The third clue was Fluffy will make his debut in the BBH universe. The fourth clue is while all of the classes are returning to Big Brother Hogwarts for season three, one of the most important classes next season is going to be charms. So castmates, practice casting those spells, which brings us to our fifth clue of season three. And I find it really fitting for our Halloween episode to lean in on the spookiness. And in big, not in Big Brother and the Philosopher's Stone, in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, Hermione, Ron, and Harry are having a little tiff about whether or not they should get in trouble. And Hermione announces the iconic line, the two of you better shape up because we can get killed or worse, expelled. To which my response is, is that the worst thing that can happen is to get expelled? I don't know. Because in my opinion, in season three, the scariest thing that could happen might not be getting expelled at all. Oh! So, 
I will drop that clue with you for now. You can simmer on it all winter and fall and spring, and uh, you'll finally figure out what it means in the summer of July when we come back for Big Brother Hogwarts Season 3. Applications close on Halloween, which is Tuesday, October 31st. Literally less than seven days away. So please, 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 if you're interested and you're teetering and you're thinking, apply. The worst thing that can happen is no owl shows up at your door. But hey, who knows? Maybe the Goblet of Fire will spit your name out and you will be one of our students in season three. So as always, thank you so much for hosting this with me, Dustin. It is such a pleasure to see you. And I can't wait to see you in person next month. Next month. Going to. And Tori and Erica, thank you so much for agreeing to come. Um, I think both of you played a fantastic game. Uh, and it's just always great to sit down and talk to you. So thank you so much for being here tonight. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you as well. And I have to just say this. Thank you for having me on a second time. Um, like I told, like I said in the reunion show, when I found out, I was literally at the hair salon and I flipped my <laughs> lid while my hair was getting blow dried. I was like, wait, what? This is <laughs> But honestly speaking, to those who are thinking of applying, please do it. Do not delay this. Like you are going to have an awesome freaking time while you are in Hogwarts. So just don't don't even don't even wait apply now like apply as you're watching okay good i mean yeah the application might take you the whole one hour and one minute that we've been uh on call because it's a it's a quite try to cut it down from bill but bill has his his things so but that's all we got tonight um is next wednesday the first uh, something yeah. Sounds so right. next next Wednesday, I believe, is November first. I have a work commitment. I cannot do this on Wednesday night, so we won't be back next Wednesday. But we will be back in two Wednesdays from next. So that's November eighth, November seventh, something like that. Okay. So I will clue you in on who our special guests are. I'll give you a little deep dive into the episode. So until then. I will see you in two weeks, just a short 14 days, and we will swish and flick our way out of here. Thank you for watching. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.